0: Does the equinox bring you equilibrium? The amount of sunlight each and every day shall be less and less from now until the solstice. Humanity has documented the passage of light and dark for millennia. Are we still connected to that pattern and cycle? Is there a sense of balance? The answers to these questions shall not be found in this edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement, but there is no harm in asking them all the same today, September twenty-second, 2021. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's show, Charlottesville Fire Chief Hesidine Smith explains changes to the EMS dispatch system to City Council. The University of Virginia's new hotel and conference center will have a rooftop bar, and the area's regional planning body will be run by a familiar face. <laughs> In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Rivana Conservation Alliance wants to know what you're doing on September 25th. That's the day when RCA staff and volunteers will spend the day at the second annual Rivana River Roundup, a community watershed cleanup event. Last year, nearly a hundred people removed 60 large bags of trash from waterways that feed into the Rivana, as well as over 120 discarded tires. The Rivanna Conservation Alliance will also accept specific areas that you might want to clean up as part of the Roundup. More information, as well as registration, can be found at rivannariver.org. The COVID-19 pandemic continues, with another 3,737 cases reported today by the Virginia Department of Health. In the past seven days, there have been another 239 fatalities reported in Virginia. The seven-day testing positive percentage has fallen to 9.8%, down from 10.5% a week ago. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are another 112 cases reported today, and the percent positivity is at 7.1%. There have been four more fatalities reported since the last edition of this newsletter on September 16th. The Blue Ridge Health District will hold a virtual town hall on the pandemic tonight at 7 p.m. If you have questions, you can send them in advance when you register to be on the Zoom call. The person who has been serving as the interim director of the Thomas Jefferson Planning District has been given the job on a permanent basis. Christine Jacobs has been serving in the position since February and was hired after an extensive search. Jacobs took over the position from Chip Boyles, who has been serving as the Charlottesville city manager since earlier this year. The TJPDC is a regional planning body that covers the city and the counties of Albemarle, Fluvanna, Green, Louisa, and Nelson. When the University of Virginia's new hotel and conference center opens on Ivy Road, there will likely be a rooftop bar. The Buildings and Grounds Committee at the Board of Visitors will meet on Thursday to approve a change to the design for the six-story structure, which is part of the Emmett Ivy Corridor. Another future building is the Institute of Democracy, and the committee will consider design guidelines for that structure, as well as a renaming proposal to the Karsh Institute of Democracy. They'll also consider a proposal to name a new McIntyre School building, Shumway Hall, and will consider the expansion of the Encompass Rehabilitation Hospital at the Fontaine Research Park. The latter had been originally proposed as a new structure at the North Fork Research Park but the decision was made to expand in place. Here's a description from the staff report. The proposed project will renovate and update nearly 50,000 square feet in the existing hospital and construct a 16,400 square foot addition, allowing the hospital to convert from 50 beds in semi-private rooms to 60 beds in private rooms. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and it's time for a quick, subscriber-fueled public service announcement. Lovers of used books, rejoice! The Friends of the Jefferson-Madison Regional Library will resume the tradition of their annual fall book sale this October 2nd through October 10th at a new location. The Friends of the Library sale will take place at Albemarle Square Shopping Center from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day, half-price days on October 9th and October 10th. Questions? Visit jmrlfriends.org for more information. Turning to public safety for the rest of today's show, Charlottesville Fire Chief Hezadeen Smith has been on the job nearly 10 months, and he had the opportunity on Monday to talk about the department, as well as to explain changes to the way the fire department dispatches ambulances. Earlier this month, representatives from the Charlottesville-Albemarle Rescue Squad critiqued the new proximity dispatch system.
1: I'm appreciative of the many years of the contributions from CARS for over 60 years and for our fire department for over 165 years and agree that working collaboratively, we'll be able to create a model system framework in this region based on 21st century concepts and strategies.
0: In this community, emergency calls are routed through the Charlottesville UVA Albemarle Emergency Communications Center, or ECC. Chief Smith said there are initiatives underway to make the system more efficient.
1: This medical priority dispatch system would replace the almost 25 or 30 year old system, if I may, that that's being currently used to triage calls that are sometimes not necessarily 100 percent accurate because it relies on what the communication is from the 911 caller
0: Smith said EMS services across the nation are working to implement something called EMS Agenda 2050, which seeks to position public safety calls as being people-centered.
1: It talks about EMS personnel must have immediate access to resources that they need for patients, including healthcare providers, social services, and other community resources.
0: In his tenure, Smith said he has realigned the command structure of the fire department to better meet those goals and others. One of those is the Neighborhood Risk Reduction Program, which seeks to inform residents about the specific hazards that face specific demographics and geographic areas. There's a story map on this program that's available online in a link in the newsletter. Take a look and you can see various neighborhoods.
1: So, for example, if you want to identify, you want to look at 10th and page, what's going on in 10th and page, you can say, okay, let's take a look. Let's see what the community profile looks like. And this is a compilation uh, of uh, various data sources that are out there. This neighborhood is first in cardiac arrests, third for structure fires, diabetic emergencies, cardiac emergencies, falls.
0: Smith said knowing that information can help with preparations as well as community outreach for prevention. As it relates to the dispatch system, Smith said everyone wants a system that works, but there are disagreements about whether the recent change to the proximity dispatch system has been beneficial. Chief Smith said he is in frequent conversations with Albemarle Fire and Rescue Chief Chief Dan Eggleston.
1: Chief Eggleston and I are have the same vision for this system delivery in this region. So we have conversations about
0: what the future
1: should look like in this
0: system. Smith said that while he intends to collaborate with cars, if they cannot meet a desired level of service, the city will provide the service instead with professional crews whose salaries are covered by tax dollars. At issue is how to get service calls to the scene more quickly with a travel time target of four minutes. Also at issue is the difference between Advanced Life Support, ALS, and Basic Life Support, BLS. Here's Deputy Chief Mike Rogers with an explanation. On uh, the Basic Life Support level is the Emergency Medical Technician basic. Uh, that's a, a requisite for the jobs of the that the firefighters here at the Charleston Fire Department have. And that's the basic level, um, bleeding, wound, care, um, CPR, to the basic life support level, um, basic anatomy and physiology, being able to take care of the patient. Advanced life support requires more training to allow care at a trauma level. And essentially that allows uh, the EMT to begin to place IVs, um, give some limited amounts of medication. Chief Smith said the system that has been in place is due for a replacement to increase the chances of a patient's survival by ensuring that all calls have the chance of receiving the ALS service.
1: The triage protocols that are in place are greater than 20 years old. So the the move to a 21st century protocol electronic framework is underway currently. And oftentimes the basic life support, if the if all you have on the scene is an EMT who cannot execute any advanced skills, that patient does not have a chance of getting pre anything done pre-hospital unless there's a call for the fire department to come
0: and provide ALS, which oftentimes now delays care even more. The proximity dispatch system uses algorithms to dispatch calls using automatic vehicle locators and the global positioning system. Chief Smith acknowledged that the system has caused concerns, but also notes that Albemarle initiated proximity dispatch in recent years. Chief Smith also presented evidence that shows how the system is working to increase response times in some neighborhoods. In all, he gave an over an hour-long discussion that is must-see for anyone interested in this topic. During his presentation, Chief Smith often referred to a phrase, what can be measured can be improved. So 71% of the time in
1: FY21, the first arriving cars unit on the scene met the performance benchmark for turnout on time. Not bad actually decent but there's opportunities for improvement
0: however cars performance on more advanced calls was much lower chief smith said cars met these calls on time 10% in fiscal year 21 but here's where the need for better metrics comes in the system is
1: designed in a way that the numbers for ALS versus BLS were not ne- aren't necessarily clearly defined because the protocols vary and how the system was set up But essentially, there's opportunities for improvement.
0: Chief Smith said the Charlottesville Fire Department's performance on more advanced calls could also use improvement.
1: Here we have a 58 uh, percent metric that we're not doing well. There's opportunities for improvement again here for CFD as well.
0: During the public comment period, UVA trauma surgeon Dr. Forrest Kaland took the opportunity to ask Smith a series of questions and to question the idea of sending ALS units to as many calls as possible.
1: That there's just simply absolutely no evidence pointing to the benefit of having response times under four minutes for BLS calls. Um, and there's absolutely no evidence that sending paramedics
0: to BLS calls is of any benefit. Last year, Charlottesville received a federal grant from the Federal Emergency Management Agency to hire additional firefighters. Dr. Kalan said he is concerned that by prioritizing ALC calls, the city will lose the financial benefit of volunteer labor.
1: Your system is going to cost $2.5 additional dollars per year once your um, grant runs out. Is
0: the city council prepared to take this money out of the taxpayers' pockets when CARS was providing this service for free for the last 50 years? Chief Smith said his presentation was to prepare for the future and not debate the past. In addressing the questions, he said the SAFER grant was to ensure firefighting capacity, and he acknowledged a need to address long-term capacity issues.
1: I will not be satisfied having insufficient firefighters on the fire ground and potentially risking losing a firefighter. So ultimately the staffing limits
0: have to be addressed. Chief Smith said he would be willing to meet with CARS officials when the time is appropriate.
1: But the idea is to have a conversation because what we have done for the last 60 years or what we've done for the last 165, if we continue to do that, I don't think we will move forward in meeting the needs of this community.
0: Charlottesville's arrangement with CARS is documented in a memorandum of understanding that has both an operational and a budgetary component. City attorney Lisa Robertson has suggested that Chief Smith delay meeting with CARS management until the disputes have been ironed out. I think the, the two issues were definitely conflating and they need to be separate. The financial relates to the other, but... Um, They're they're two separate issues, but in um, both issues, both the city manager and the fire chief will have to sit down with cars and work through both sets of issues, both the budgetary issues as well as the operational issues. And it's absolutely not ever been my intention to tell anyone that you can't sit down and talk to each other because of legal issues. These are almost purely Sort of operational and financial issues. If you want to know about how emergency services operate in this area, do take a listen or listen to the whole discussion. As we prepare for the future, a future that likely will have more incidents of natural disaster, how we get our responses from public safety officials is something that all of us have concern of. Uh, something we might not think about until we need it. but of course, Uh, the point of this show is to draw your attention to all manner of these things. And that's it for this installment of the program. I'll be back in the near future with another installment. I want to thank the several people who have kicked in $50 yearly subscriptions to Substack in the last few days. Uh, What they might not know, or what you might not know, is that Ting, the company, the internet company, Ting, will match dollar for dollar your contribution. So if you donate at the $5 a month level, the 50 a year level, the $200 a year level, they will match that. If you happen to kick in at that $200 a year level, you get two shout shout-outs a month. Those are those things you hear at the top and the middle of the program. Uh, Really hoping to continue to offer that as a service uh, that both gets your information out there and gets my information out there. My information, of course, being as many of these installments of Charlottesville Community Engagement that I can do so. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and I'll be back as soon as I can with the next installment. Today, stay safe out there with the pandemic and, of course, with the windstorms or whatever is going on outside. Uh, I just see a lot of... uh, uh, I see see a sea of green. And there's a song there. It is a wonderful world. Have a great rest of the day. Stay safe.